Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. This is Jim from the Creative Plan Podcast Network, and I'd like to say thank you for listening to our first episode, and I've got an interview here with Seth and our friends from Rincon. Okay, so uh, Seth, thank you for coming on to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very much. <laughs> I brought Karen and Tony here with me. Okay. They're helping me uh, you know, run the show, I guess, uh, helping uh, all the things that go into the convention. I, I wouldn't be able to do it myself, so I'm glad to have these are just two of the people there. We have a whole staff of a handful of people that, that help out. Teamwork's always a great thing. Uh, also, I brought along Kelly and Carrie from the D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Ragnarok and Roll, a silent hero to Ragnarok podcast. It's like a staff of your own. <laughs> We're staff. It's a wizard staff. Glass staff. I've got to get that wizard. <laughs> so, Seth, uh, the first thing I'd like to talk to you about is the same question that I've been getting asked a lot lately is uh, every time I tell folks what my plans are for Columbus Day weekend, what is RingCon? So RingCon is a gaming convention. It's uh, three days uh, where we basically are just providing a space where you could go have a game night that lasts 36 hours long. If you want. <laughs> uh, so you can uh, play all kinds of tabletop games, board games, card games, role-playing games, even, uh, even some other things like Artemis and, and uh, uh, miniatures and stuff like that. Uh, almost anything you can imagine playing on a tabletop. Um, it just a, a provide a space for people to play those games because we like to play those games and sometimes we just don't have the time. So it's good to get together once in a while and, and do that. And play the games sometimes that are larger scale than you want to play on a regular basis too. So the, the things with lots of bits and bobs and things with um, things where you need a larger number of people than your regular gaming group, yeah. Rincon is the perfect place for that. Yeah, and your epic four-hour game, six-hour yeah. six games, eight-hour games of Twilight Imperium or and a great place to meet more more gamers in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I can attest, we've attended multiple years and had a blast every time. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's it? fun for the kids, too. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's an all-ages event. My son loved it last year, and technically it was his first convention. Cool. And that's, that's one of the things that we're looking at as a possibility in the future, is actually having um, a little bit more in the way of um, young people programming, just yeah. because we know, hey, how are we, how are we going to grow the community? Well, by bringing young people into the community. I mean, it's it's just it's it, and it's and it's a way to kind of allow families who might otherwise not might otherwise not be able to t- attend to get them there too. Right. It's yeah. So we're we're looking into a kids track. We don't have anything really in the way of a right. of a kids track this year. So it's uh, um, people with small children often can't really bring uh, them into the gaming room sometimes because they're going to be there a long time and it's like uh, sometimes that's not. Conducive to uh, you know uh, public adult atmosphere gaming, um, so we're we're looking into uh, making it even more all, all ages sort of show for next year, um, but we're generally accepting of, of most or all well behaved mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> people <laughs> irrespective of their people age. I was at a, at an event um, last con and there was a nine year old boy who got into character and stayed mm-hmm. in character for the entire four hours mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. Oh yeah, last year I was doing a game with uh, Xander, one of our other players from our D&D game. He joined in and we were doing uh, one of the, uh, God, I forget which system it was, but it was, it was one of the Savage Worlds game worlds. Mm-hmm. And we all had a blast. And yep. there was a bunch of younger kids at that game, which was nice, because the little kids are really excited and exuberant over everything they do. Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, uh, so for the record, I think we kind of covered this one, but, but who will be attending Rincon? So, uh, hopefully... You, listener. Uh, so there's. And by uh, you, it means all y'all and your five closest friends. Right. We have. Uh, we've been getting about almost 400 people each year. Last last couple of years, a little more each time. Um, and so you're you're uh, generally going to see a lot of people from the gaming community. But we've got a whole slew of guests uh, that you may recognize. Some from the role playing industry, such as uh, Sean Patrick Bland. Fannin. Fannin. Dang it. I almost did that. <laughs> sorry. Sean sorry. Patrick Fannin. Sorry. And, uh, and uh, what was the name of the system that he wrote? 
House of the Blooded. He just has, yeah, House of the Blooded. No, I'm sorry, John Wick. John Wick is House of the Blooded. Which you will be doing the LARP there again. Yes. Which yes, you enjoyed doing. Very much hey, it was my that. first LARP last year. I'd never LARPed she, before. She LARPed in public. Golda got me to LARP. You go, girl. Okay, so Sunshine, pardon me. There we go again. Sean Patrick Fannin is the creator of Shantar. Is that Shantar? Is that how you pronounce it? Role-playing world. And uh, Ross Watson is designer of Warhammer 40K RPG games. They're both coming. That's, those are new guests. They were uh, just recently added. Uh, John Wick, uh, we just, just mentioned, he'll be coming. And he's, he's known, well-known for House of the Blooded and, mm-hmm. and, and LARPs. And he's very well, well-known and well-liked in this part of town, I guess, part of, part of the country, <laughs> perhaps the world. Um, we also have some other guests, uh, Shane Hensley, uh, ben Warner, uh-huh. also uh, Mark Diaz Truman Mark and, and Marissa Kelly are right. both going to, going to be coming and running games all con long. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Um, unfortunately, our, our uh, one of our board game guests uh, had a conflict and is no longer able to make it. But we've had James Ernest the last few years. He's he's a, a great and fun guy to listen to. Um, and then some guy, uh, local designer, his name's Seth something or other, is going to be there. <laughs> I think it's Jaffe. Seth Jaffe. Jaffe. Yeah. <laughs> something about he works for a Tasty Minstrel yeah. Games, and he like makes some games, and I think maybe one got published or two, you know. Or three. Or I, five. Yeah, I hear, I hear he'll be there as well. <laughs> okay, uh, Seth, quick thing. Also, uh, what's the website for Rincon? Because all your guests are on the website. The guests are on the website, and there's got some bios. And the, the website can be found at uh, rincongames.com. Right there on the internet, on the interwebs. And nice. Yeah, any device you like, except for it, like, it is mobile friendly. Except for like a dial-up telephone. Um, <laughs> if you saw a dial-up telephone, then you're probably not looking. Then for how are you listening to a podcast? Yeah, you're probably <laughs> listening to a podcast, right? Uh, yeah, no. RincondGames.com has a lot of information. It, it does have the guests and the and the bios, and it also has uh, information about the convention itself. It has information about the sponsors. It has and the vendors that will be there. Uh, and it has information about how to get a hotel room if you want to stay on site. If you're from out of town or you don't want to be schlepping across town in the middle of the night. That's what we're doing. We're yep. <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. a good surprise. It's, it's actually there's a there's a lot of uh, benefit to that. Uh, if you if you can afford it, this if you have to leave and drive across town, you actually end up missing a lot of good gaming hours. And uh, so when I go to conventions, I usually go out of town, so I have to stay on site. But I definitely. Um, for this convention, stay on, on the on site, even though I live here in Tucson. And if you do choose to do that, then we do have a um, Rincon code um, that gets you a discount on a hotel rate. So just go on the website. The code is S A G. That's right. Um, yep. Which short is. for Saga, so uh-huh. Southern Arizona Gamers Association. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So definitely make sure you let them know at the hotel that you're with the group. You have to use that block code, so uh, everyone knows that you're with us. And we can definitely test. It's better to stay at the hotel, even though we're only 20 minutes away. It's game, 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 crash for four to six hours, get back up, hang out with people, then game, 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 crash for four hours. Yeah, um, the gaming space is actually open 24 hours. Uh, I've noticed in the past by, like, between 1 and 2 a.m., people tend to clear out and they come back in the morning. But technically, if people wanted to, they could they could run oh, games right. all night long. So that's a good thing. See, I didn't know about that. So yeah. I was always ending my games at the 11 o'clock. I mean, yeah, we don't have scheduled uh, stuff starting that late but if people wanted to game into the night there's plenty of open gaming and during the day there's also tables for open gaming um, is, in addition to the scheduled stuff is the game library open uh, 24-7 the, uh, uh, the, the game so the game library that's a good question uh, Pulp Gamer uh, sponsors a game library and they bring uh, a nice library of, of board games that they can uh, lend out um, actually, I'm not positive if they let you take them out overnight or I, not. I'm they not might. sure because I know last year it was you give them your driver's license and then you get it back in return. Yeah, a, a lot it's of conventions. A huge game library. Uh, yeah, they have a great a great selection. A lot of the conventions that I go to, and I'm not I'm not positive how Pulp Gamer does it, so you might have to check at the convention. But a lot of places I go to, they'll let you keep it overnight, uh, keep a game overnight. But some I some don't. Some want them in by the time they close. So I, I'm afraid I don't know the answer to that question. But even if you do have to turn it back in. You can come back the next day and, and get it again, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, Pulp Gamer does a really nice nice job of, of, of uh, supplying a, a great variety of, and, and, and a lot of the new yeah. stuff too. Not, yeah. just, not yeah. just old games that have been sitting around, yeah. but like they always have the new stuff. And, and anytime you walk by the room, you might get kidnapped for a pickup game. Yeah. Folks will be like, there's a lot of, you know play this game. A lot of pickup gaming goes on. And then, that well, happened to me yep. when I stopped by to pick up my son. Come play this game. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you well, can actually. That. I should think I will. A lot, uh, and in fact, for a lot of people who um, I found a lot of people that go to conventions, uh, especially if they haven't been to a lot of them, they don't know us and they don't know the people. Maybe how do you get into a game? And the answer is what you just said. There's a 
we actually have some flags that say like players wanted or teachers wanted and but even if you don't have the that sign up a lot of people if you see someone starting a game will either be happy to let someone join if they don't have enough people or they're not full or would be uh happy to have if you know a game and someone looks like they're looking to learn it I'm sure they'd appreciate someone teaching it. And I've, I've seen um, a lot of people holding up a game box in the air, waving it around and saying, hey, we need two more. And that, then you just walk up and learn a, common, a new game. a common thing, yeah. So so uh, most gamers are very accepting of new people, and so if you're looking for a game, that's a good way to meet people and also a good way to get into games you've been looking to try is just ask if there's room. And if you're in Tucson and, and you want to meet new gamers, it's a fantastic spot to meet people. There will be a lot of gamers there. Yep. I think that's the one comment that I've gotten the most from um, people who are either new to Tucson or new to gamers after the, in the kind of post-con wrap-up is that they really appreciate the chance to meet new people, play new games, and that this really is the, the best place that they've found to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You might end up with a whole new game group and something to do yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, it's great for the game, local gaming culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, after all, got Kelly, my wife, into, into her first LARP last year, and while she was LARPing and I was wa- enjoying watching them LARP, Hats actually kidnapped me to play in his Seven Seas game, too. Mm-hmm. We had a blast during that one. Yeah. Get, uh, press game into a new game. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I actually got to test some new games yeah. last yeah. year. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, a lot of people bring the prototypes out. That's what I was pull- yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I was asked to join a game. It was... Somebody just made this game up, and they were test project testing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually a, um, a decent number of like designer types and publishers here in in town. There's, uh, and, you know, I mentioned that I, I design games sometimes, and I work for a publisher. But in town, there's uh, Crash Games uh, is a publisher, a small publisher in town. Gameland Games in Phoenix, another small publisher, and mm-hmm. he's th- those two aren't going to be here this year because they're going to Essen, which happens to be like the day after Incon. Um, but uh, there's also Essence in Germany. That's yeah. Germany. Yeah. Essence Essence in Germany. Yeah, big thing in Germany. But you've also got some local designers such as uh, Dan Keltner and David Short and uh, Michael Eskew, although I think he just moved somewhere. I'm not really sure exactly where he moved to. Maybe it's northern Arizona. Um, but he'll probably, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if he'll be there or not. And there's some people in Phoenix as well. Um, you know, it's like Tori Neiman. I don't know if they're coming down or not, but um, uh, Fred McKenzie. There's. Uh, mm-hmm. A number of local and near local designers, and that's just board games. There's also um, you know, some of our guests are some of the big role playing game mm-hmm. designers and writers. Um, there, there's and a I, group called the Indie, uh, the Indie um, in, Game indie Design game Network. Network. Yeah, and, and they're and they're um, going to be strongly represented at the event. So right. if you're looking for role playing games and so forth that are in the indie vein, we have a lot of, uh, of fantastic people coming. Oh, and uh, I forget, how could I forget uh, Ian Stedman, who's actually oh, helps yeah. us out with the program. He's also uh, uh, designer type, and he's just gotten something published uh, um, as well. Yep. And so he'll be down. I'm sure he'll have some prototypes to something to try interesting out as well. to show us. So people who are interested in, in trying these new games, like that, are interested in that kind of thing. I'm sure you can find that. Um, I don't know if there's any. I, I haven't looked at the schedule in a while. I don't know if there's anything specific that's scheduled for that. But um, there's certainly going to be people who will have prototypes who want to play them. I know yeah. because I will have prototypes that I would like to play. If nothing else, if nothing else, I will. Right. So. Um, if that's the kind of thing that you're into, which I know I am, uh, it can be found at this convention. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, when uh, when did you join the Rincon leadership? Both. <laughs> uh, well, so to begin with, um, for those that, that, that have been around Tucson for a while and going to these conventions for a while, you might remember that a couple of, let's see, seven years ago now, I guess, Rincon started. And it was a whole group of people. There was uh, They started this convention. And they ran it, and they ran it the next year, and it got bigger, and the next year it got bigger still. But then all, uh, a lot of them moved out of town. Um, stuff happened, and they kind of it just didn't happen one year. And so at the last minute, everyone was like, "Hey, Rincon's not happening. Let's get together and do like a charity event." There was like a, a game not day a happened. Yeah, not, 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 not a con. Not a con. Not a con. We yep. did. We actually <laughs> yeah. had a blast. I was actually out of town that day, so I unfortunately missed it. But uh, I heard it went really well. And so the next year, I, I basically thought, you know, I was talking to some friends, and I'm like. It, it, to me, it was unacceptable that there was not a convention in Tucson anymore, especially since there was one that was really kind of working out. So I thought, you know, let's revive that. And uh, some friends and I got together and we kind of revived it. And uh, the first year, it was, it was I had never done it before, so it was kind of a little shaky and it was a little disorganized. But it went pretty well and people had a good time. And the next year, it got better and I got um, Tony and Karen kind of joined on um, and started helping uh, with a lot of the organization that I was failing miserably at and uh so the second year went even better and then and, and some other people too also were, were volunteering to help and then like this year we've gotten even stronger kind of 
uh, volunteer like core, and we've got like a lot more earlier planning going on and, and planning ahead, and and so I feel I feel like we're just getting better at it. Yeah, and the website on it was I mean really user friendly and stuff. Okay, uh, you great. Know, going on to sign up for games and stuff. Was that was better than last year? Do you think? Because we went with a different a different uh, schedule-y sort of thing this year. I thought so, but you know, I was like, so, "Hey, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna click on. All right, I'm like, no, can't get on. Oh, I can't go to that one. Darn. Okay, I'm just gonna go to this one. <laughs> I know conventions. One must be yeah. double booked. Side side <laughs> note on that, actually. So, and this is important, perhaps, for some of the people who are looking for games on the schedule. So, let me back that a little second. Our schedule's online. You're talking about the schedule that's online. It's at uh, Rincon2014. S C H E D. Org. Uh, if you go there, you'll find our online schedule, which shows all these games that are that are uh, scheduled to be on, and they tell you if it's got uh, if it's full or not full. Mm -hmm. However, uh, for people who are looking for role-playing games, mm -hmm. if it says full, you might still be able to get into that game because what we did was we didn't want the people at the con who didn't sign up ahead of time to be like, I don't have anything to play, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. So instead, we we decided to hold back a couple of slots for each game, mm -hmm. just the role-playing games, not the board games, um, for walk-ups basically. So if you find a game you want, it's a role-playing game, and you're like, oh, it's full, you might still be able to get in. If you yeah. show up at the con and go, and, and uh, if no one else has done that yet, you and you're first on the list or, or whatever, there might be space for you. So what I'm saying yeah, is, good all know. is not lost. So, yeah. if you do, all if is you, not so lost. So do sign up, do get yourself on the wait list. At the event, we just start at the top of the wait list and, and go right. down from there. Uh, and, uh, right, and, and so there will be spots uh, reserved for, for walk-ups. And on the same note, because... A lot of cons, what they'll do is they'll just let whoever sign up, and they'll take the first six or whatever they need. Um, we're not doing our, our system doesn't do that. It has the exact number. So because of that, we ask if people who are doing this schedule process try not to double book yourself yeah, because that just leads to a bunch of Confusion. games having not enough people in it and stuff like that. Um, so we just ask that if you, you know, please don't double book yourself. And if you find a game that's full, feel free to try to get into it anyway. You might you might have a good chance of getting into the game anyway at the con. And for those at home, the website's really user-friendly. If Because I actually had to move one of the games I had scheduled. When I saw something new get posted, I really wanted to play it. I, I just <laughs> sent a quick inquiry saying, hey, guys, sorry about this. I have this game posted that I'm going to run. Can you move it to this day because there's a game playing I really want? And you guys took care of it like within 24 hours. Yep. Um, you guys I, are really, really uh, good with that. Tony here and uh, Ison, who's another uh, uh, helper that does a lot with the website and stuff, um, and... Uh, I've been very, very quick to respond to those kinds of things, and once or twice I've done it as well. But mostly, I, I, I thank those guys for getting to it before I can. Um, so yeah, we try to we try to be on top of that kind of thing, especially as we get close to the con, because we we're going to be uh, you know going to print with our program. We want it to be accurate and stuff yeah. like that. So we try to get uh, we we want people to be able to sign up for games and then have them actually happen. So we would like to be up to date. And it's a really great thing about the full thing because I read that on the Facebook page, which is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Facebook.com yeah. search Rink for Rincon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, some, it's, it's probably slash Rincon. And friend yeah. us, and and, and if you should like it, retweet us and like us. R I N C O. No, it's probably Facebook.com slash Rincon. I'm not sure exactly. I, I, yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but you should go there and, and like it because yeah, clicking like is the yeah. thing to do nowadays. And that's what you yeah, do. everybody's oh. everybody likes everybody. I've liked it. And, and on Twitter, it's at Rincon Games. So that that exists. Another nice thing I found about the uh, website was that you have the types of games color coordinated. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in the miniatures, like X-Wing and, and, and those like types of things, I like X it's one color. And then if you're interested in the collectible card game ones, yeah, if you just if you just color. care about role-playing games, games, you can just look at the green ones or whatever. Exactly. And, and ignore was... everything else. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I thought that, that was makes I think they're red, but that's okay. Whatever the corresponding color is, right? Yeah. And one thing that um, that oh, is right that, that we thought was um, that we did last year, and we're doing it, we're bringing it back again this year, is Artemis. Um, mm. That is, that has that was cool. a big hit last year, and we're this very excited that that the team has decided to come back and, oh. and run yeah. all con long in one hour slots. Yeah. In case you don't know, Artemis. In case you're living on a rock or something, because it's been around for a little while now. <laughs> I must be on a rock. Art I'm sorry. Artemis. <laughs> Well, it's just thematic. If you're living on a rock, uh, so it's a space simulation. It's like a space, like spaceship bridge simulation. It's a cooperative game where each player is at like a computer terminal, controlling a certain type uh, of system, like engineering or um, weapons. weapons or whatever. It's like space camp. It's like being on the bridge of the Enterprise, yeah. and it has like um, and the guys that set it up for us. They come from Phoenix. I I, I want to say 
Okay, I want to do this now. <laughs> I want to say I was it's being really on every hour on the hour all con long, which is okay, great. That's why yeah, yeah. Your son would love. And it takes this. what does it take yeah. like half an hour or something? It takes, it takes forty five minutes or so per round. And I believe they set it up pretty nicely. There's like a U shaped tables and they put mm-hmm. the, the things up and there's a projection for the screen. This is awesome. And then you have like one person sitting there, like the captain, saying, "Hey, me thrusters at full or whatever, and hey, you know, whatever, turn us this way and shoot that thing." Um, and there might be asteroids, in which case you might be living on the asteroid that you're <laughs> <laughs> To bring that back around to what I was talking about. Sounds great. Um, but no, it's, it's been a big hit. I've actually never played it. I'm embarrassed, I, I, embarrassed I, to say. I haven't played it either. <laughs> Maybe but, you and I get a chance this year. Yeah, um, but I know I've got some friends that, that um, really liked it, and they played it a bunch of times. Yeah. And uh, it, it was a big hit last it, year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, it sounds so we've like got, I want to do it. <laughs> so we've got that. That's on the schedule, as Karen said, every hour on the hour. More or less, for not, not not two in the morning, but they do eat lunch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that yeah, that's well, that's, we'll give uh, them that. Oh uh, yeah, definitely yeah. worth checking out if you've never seen it before. So, are you going to be doing the space traveling one? I keep forgetting the space name of it. Traveling. Where you go back in time and change the timeline. <gasps> oh, Chrononauts. He, he joined Chrononauts. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a deck. Oh. I can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> that one was fantastic. So I, I was uh-huh. I was talking all weekend to everybody about that one after I. I thought that. you were talking about like I thought there was a LARP last time. That yeah, the, had the LARP. Oh, 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 that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I don't know who ran that. Oh, Brian, the one where I'm involved that in that? Oh, yeah, Steve. So yeah, it's fun. That yeah. Like so a, I'm not, I'm not certain if it's. Oh. You have to check the schedule and see. Yeah, if it's I, I haven't there. seen them post yet. I was, I was um, hoping it means they'll, they'll be surprising us, but I don't Houses of the know. Blood, it is on there. I know that. Yes, for yeah. sure. certainly. They are certainly absolutely definitely. You, you are yeah, I haven't looked. I personally, I'm not much of a, a role playing gamer and a larper, so I don't actually look at those too much. I pretty much well. If I play anything, I play board games, and so I haven't really. I don't. I don't really know if that time travel. Well, I just remember hearing about it last year. It sounded cool. I like time was, travel. Yeah, I, I was an NPC in it for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Blast. So you uh, yeah. stop talking about it afterwards. Um, and some of the. So stuff if it doesn't happen really this year, it sounds like someone should do it next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hint, 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 That's what it sounds like. That, that would be a really good way to uh, to get involved in RenCon. If you, yeah. that, and I think that really is a is a theme. If you love something, if you're passionate about something, bring ideas to us. We'll probably help you make it happen. If it's if it's something that, that that is going to appeal to a bunch of other fellow like-minded gamers, we can we're we're definitely always looking for new ideas, new creative things to do, new fun things to do, new ways to get people involved in gaming. I mean, right. The best way to make, we're here, right? The best make, way to make sure something happens at Rincon is, is, is to run do it. it. Is to do it. <laughs> is to make sure it ha- is to make sure it happens at Rincon, right? So it's time to do it. How's a good way for someone to volunteer and help? That's a good question. Uh, well, at this point, since um, we're very close to the convention. Uh, the best things you can do, we could use some volunteers that want, if they want to uh, volunteer for, for our ships to help us out with things like registration, you get the rest of the day in, at the con for free. That's our, our, our uh, incentive policy there. And if it's, but, it's, per, it's per day. If you volunteer for four hours each day, the entire con is free. If right. you volunteer for four hours one day, that day is and free. And I'm pretty sure if you volunteered eight hours one day, you can get in the next day, two days for free uh, or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure that's. I, I think I might get you a four-hour shift. Yeah, well, so that's. that's, so that's I, I, I don't mind working registrations. She loves that's perfect. Perfect. So I that's so definitely. We'll see. we'll see. I have to check my schedule. So that's definitely a way to get get your foot in the door and to help us out um, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, in addition, the uh, well, the really best way you can help is to come and enjoy the con and bring your friends, mm-hmm. um, because uh, that's the that's the number one you know thing we need is to spread the word and get people to come to RingCon, um, and if you have a good time. Uh, you know, next year you sign up early to run games and uh, to uh, make sure that you know if you if you want your time travel LARP to happen, and you might, you know, you might want to run something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to make sure a tournament happens for your favorite board game, you might want to run something like that. Um, or if you really want to, like, if if you feel like uh, you would like to see more war gaming going on or something like that, uh, maybe you, and, and you have willing to dedicate a little more time, then uh, you know maybe you want to join the join the staff and be in charge of the war game section or whatever and make sure. Uh, to ke- get people to schedule more war games and, and make sure that happens. And get or bring back hero clicks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we've got anyone doing hero clicks. Maybe I, I, don't, <laughs> I actually did it this year because with you know, right. Had some situations come up. Friends no longer in town, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. do rolling games this year. Well, hero clicks is so 19. 19- 99. It's like 2006 or whatever. It's unfortunately semi-fading. I've just admitted that I have no idea when Kiro Cooks came out. (laughs) 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 It's so 2010 or whatever. Um, But yeah, uh, those are some ways you can help. uh, At this this point, volunteering to help us out at the con and and bringing your friends are the best ways you can help out right now. 
And then in, in just in general to help out the con, if, if you really want to see it, anything in particular happen, uh, join us as a staff and make sure to run that section of the con. Or There also is a... Um on the on the website, there is a little uh, place to suggest a game. Where oh. if you if you if you yourself are not feeling like mm, I'm not sure I can run that, but I'd really like it to happen, we do look at that, and then we might kind of try and find somebody that might be able to. Yeah, run. there's if a... we get if we get six re- six requests for a particular game. So I think you might have to I think the best a... I think the best way to do that actually, and I don't know if this is gonna if it works as well for role playing games, but for board games, I know what they have on boardgamegeek.com, which is a great website that is very useful. Um, if you don't know, uh, there's there was a, a list of uh, like game suggestions. Like I want to play this at Rincon, so people who were looking to run something could look at that list and be like, oh, people want to play that game. I like that game. I'll run that game. So people who are looking to run something and don't know what they want to run have referenced, and and also people who want to play stuff who don't want to run it have a way to say, hey, someone please run this, and maybe someone will. You know, there's mm-hmm. no guarantees, of course, but uh, the only guarantee to have a particular game run is to run it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, if 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 uh, if you're not really interested in running a game, but you really want to see a game happen, there are ways you can say, "Hey, uh, please, someone run this," and maybe somebody will. Right? Mm-hmm. If enough people mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. Uh, so a Catan tournament, maybe someone will figure out a way to make that happen. Right? And from what you, you mean at our, at our next uh, fundraiser? For example, <laughs> for example, <laughs> um, we've uh, oh, this may might tie back into to one of your earlier questions. Uh, in order to help support Rincon. Another way you can help is to come to our fundraiser events. So we've, we've got about, we usually do three fundraiser events. Every couple of months we do a, a big game day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the same location as the hotel. Uh, not, not with the whole space, but with one ballroom. Uh, to kind of help raise funds to put towards Recon. And so it gives everyone a chance to come and play games all day, you know, once every couple of months. And uh, we have some raffles and we have, we usually have um, some event. Like one time it was a long con. It was, there was a, a Dungeon World long con going on. I um, didn't part of that one. Yeah, another time there was a poker tournament going on. Another time there was uh, it was a family day. We had you know, bring your kids, and that was pretty, pretty good. You yeah. know, a lot of people came with yeah. their kids, and it went well. Went well. Really well. Uh, and the next one that's coming up, what's the date on it? February 21st. February 21st. Right. He's good with dates. He's good. Um, <laughs> February 21st will be our next fundraiser day for, for the next year's RingCon, and our, our special event or whatever at that one is a Settlers of Catan tournament oh. that we're going to have. So we're planning ahead a little bit on that one. Um, but this, yeah, basically, we ask for a five dollar donation. You play all day, um, and it helps us pay for. It's a great, a little bit. It's a great <laughs> time in holiday. Raise a great or something yeah. towards. Yeah, raise a drop in the bucket towards paying for Recon. And helpful. you can always overpay too. Like last year, Welcome to <laughs> like last year That's when I went, I'm like, can I have extra? Add extra? Extra. Well, and what we do is for people who want to uh, contribute more is well, oftentimes. Uh, um, Karen makes some snack or goodie because she likes to do that. Mm-hmm. But in addition, we have uh, raffle tickets, and we do these raffles with some of the prizes we get from our good sponsors and our bad sponsors. All of our sponsors. <laughs> and, and the prizes are pretty good. I was kidding. I was kidding. There's no such bad. There's no such thing as bad sponsors. And, and a lot of times, it's a lot of out of print stuff too. That's good uh, about the sponsors. It's a variety of stuff, and what we'll do is we'll put them up there, and if you see something you like, you could like buy more raffle tickets, and that mm-hmm. it gives you a better chance to win. And sometimes we have like a. Everyone, you never know what's going to be super uh, hot. Um, sometimes we'll have one thing that was I don't know was on Kickstarter and it's the limited edition one and no one's got can get any more and all of a sudden everyone wants that one and so like we get ninety five tickets and that's great and that helps us raise some money towards mm-hmm. Recon and somebody gets to have a, a cool toy. And speaking as part of the team that won the uh, Meeple last year, one of the prizes was those wonderful treats <laughs> that were so tasty. Yeah, yeah. Well, so thank you, Brendan Gold, for that. <laughs> I, 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 the, the search for the golden meeple. The, it, what last the year? Scavenger it was, hunt yeah, was. It was this, last year. Hunt. It was it was the um, the search, search for the, the golden, golden meeple, meeple. Yeah. or the quest for the golden. Meeple. The quest, yeah, it was it was a scavenger hunt called the quest for the golden meeple. For those who don't know what we're talking about, and the winner of that you won, right? Yeah, yeah. Kelly, Kelly, Brenda, and Golda. Yeah. It was a joint effort. Yeah. So yeah, as, as, as a team, we, uh, so we have we have one of the winners here of last year's <laughs> con, con game. They were insane. It was fun. This year we're gonna have a similar but. Well, that, this year we're gonna have a similar but different con game that Karen pretty much made uh, by herself. It is part. the case of the Maltese meeple to mm-hmm. go with the uh, noir theme that yes, we this, have this year. Yes, this year we have uh, our, our characters, our, our, our uh, mascot type characters, our, our hero and leading lady. Um, we kind of set them in different genre movie type things. Last year they were it was Indiana Jonesy, mm-hmm. uh, pulp adventure. Now this time it's uh, noir, like you said, like a. Uh, 
So what's the case of the Maltese Meeple, Karen? So the case of the Maltese Meeple, someone has stolen the Maltese Meeple from the uh, museum exhibit <gasps> of gaming through the ages. <gasps> da that was, that was kind of awesome. Guys. Um, and you, we are wow. We are um, we're we, we the citizens of Old Pueblo are being asked by um, to to join forces with our hero and leading lady and to sol- help them solve the case. And you'll be collecting clues throughout the uh, throughout the convention. Um, each person will have one uh, will receive one card in their con badge. Um, with one piece of information towards solving the case and mm. put enough clues together, you'll figure out who done it and why and how and where they stashed their loot. I know it was Mr. Professor Bellamy in the conservatory with the lead pipe. <laughs> I was going to say that. You just go right ahead and enter that. I was thinking candlestick. I was thinking candlestick too. But uh, so not quite like that, but kind of like that. You've, it's, it's basically a logic puzzle, and you're going to have to um, talk to other congoers. And, and vendors and you know visit various places around the convention in order to get the information that you'll need to sort out and figure out who did it, who done it right and yep. and, uh, and all those different parts and, and you'll if you figure it out you'll turn in your answer sheet and, and if you're right or you'll get uh, entered into the entered drawing. into the drawing and you might win prizes it's a clue on the epic con scale it's I'm, I'm actually really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more excited than I should be. Because I don't, I don't even really, really good thing. I don't, yeah. I don't even really like logic puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just such a cool con game, and it came together so well, and I'm so excited about it. So it was meant to happen. I'm looking forward then. <laughs> yeah. So let's see if you can. Do repeat, I, I don't know. Repeat, I, I had it. Put together. Put team. the team back together. Put the yeah, put the gang yeah, back together. Right. And, we, uh, will, we will be bringing the golden meeple. Getting the band back together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you put your two friends and the golden meeple to help you solve this. <laughs> yes. Do you, did you keep the? Do you have the thing? The, yes. You have the meeple. He's a little battered because he he was packed away, but he's he's. He got into a fight with some cats. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 uh, cats, yeah. I made that. I was, cat. I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to make that golden meeple statue thing, <laughs> and uh, I was really, kind of happy and impressed with how it came out. I wanted it to look nicer, but like I'm really bad at making stuff, so I was pretty happy. Really good. I was pretty happy with how it came out, but I wish it had looked cooler. <laughs> uh, but this, this year, it, it, there, there will also be, uh, in theory, the uh, it'll be cooler looking but we'll see we'll make sure I don't know it hasn't happened yet so I want to make sure it'll happen but hopefully we'll have a similar and there, statue, and there will a also be a, a, a tasty yummy prize Ooh. involved well, as well it was because well <laughs> it's me <laughs> yeah, and you should not be modest they were fantastic <laughs> I only got a sample but it was good bye thank you you're going to split it up between the two mm-hmm. uh, so quick question how can someone become a vendor at Rincon how can you become a vendor? Well, it just so happens that I have with me the vendor champion. So we, we uh, in the people that are in charge of different sections of the convention, we didn't want to be called committee chairs because mostly we were trying to get people to do it. It doesn't sound like any fun to be a committee chair. So we thought, hey, let's be, this is a gaming convention. Let's be a little more uh, fun than that. So it, so our, our uh, we have, we don't have the, the vendor committee chair. We have the vendor champion and that's, <laughs> and uh, Karen is our, our vendor champion and That's she's uh, the person that you would contact by emailing actually it's, it's exhibitor, exhibitor at rincon right exhibitor so if you and that and we, we specifically set that set it up as exhibitor rather than vendor because we do want to have a space for if someone wants to take a take a booth to show off their new game that's just in production or isn't available yeah. yet, but they want to demo exhibit it. Exhibit rather than vend. Right. right. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, Most major conventions call us exhibitors. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why we did that, and I think it was also called exhibitor before. In retrospect, vendor is a much shorter and easier to remember to spell term. <laughs> but uh, exhibitor is, is the one, uh, and if anyone is interested in being an exhibitor, it's, um, certainly like in the future, uh, you should definitely contact exhibitor at rincongames.com and or come to the convention and we can get you an exhibitor packet mm-hmm. with all the information you could ever want uh, for various types of booths that we offer. Yeah, I kept bugging Tucson Games and Gadgets to go ahead and get in touch with you guys. As a matter of open. fact, Tucson Games and Gadgets is going to have a deluxe booth and Ooh. so is... So actually, so what do we have? Who are all our vendors? We got Tucson Games and Gadgets is a deluxe booth. Uh-huh. A to Z Games. A to Z Games. Amazing Discoveries. Amazing Discoveries. Isle of Games. Which Isle of Games. Yeah, okay. Games okay. Town. And um, I guess let's see. Games. Other booths are Eagle Eagle Griffin Games. So those were the four oh. deluxe ones. Well, it doesn't matter which is which. Eagle Griffin's there. Who else is going to be there? Um, we also have the um, the Tucson or the um, Indie Game Design Network. They're going to be exhibiting mm-hmm. their, their um, okay. amazing games there. 
and games collectibles and more up up from or down here from Phoenix. Oh, We're cool. going to have pop culture paradise down also from Phoenix, Phoenix as well. Oh, yeah. that's going to be exciting because that's yeah. a lot of a lot they're of these are game new. stores they're, they're and, and, and uh, you know like game stores are, are good and all, but like it's cool to see something that's not just a game store. Like it's yeah. a pop culture paradise. Yep. I went there last year to talk to them and they had all kinds of like well pop culture stuff, stuff. Yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. really yeah. cool looking really cool looking like toys and <laughs> there's also a, an organization called Downtime Fun that's going to be coming coming down to um to be an exhibitor they're they, they're right now up in the valley up in Phoenix area um, what they do is they rent games so instead oh. of having oh, to purchase right. a game they, 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 and they're looking to expand down to the Tucson area. They actually oh. also offered to contribute games to the library as well, like some of the new hotness. Oh. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. I don't know if, if that will end up happening, but he said that he could do that. And I don't know if I didn't want his games and Pulp Gamers games to like mix together, or whatever. But like that might he might actually also contribute to the library. Yeah, but, that, uh, with but some they're, the they're looking to, to expand down here, and I think it's a really so it's like a it's like event. it's like a lending library for board games. Exactly, you yeah. you yeah, rent you awesome. rent a game you rent a game you can decide whether you really really like it then you go to your local brick and mortar and buy buy the game that you wanted. Or if you're just short on space, you don't have much storage, but you still want to play that game. Yep. Or yep. like for a family game night, but you don't want to yeah. keep them yeah. all there. Or you don't yeah. yeah, if you, if you want to play like a game it. for a couple of weeks and then like, or I don't know how long you rent it for there, but. Well, you'll have to ask them when <laughs> he's yeah. Yeah. You'll have to come check it out at the convention, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I have, I, they're from Phoenix, I've never seen and it before. And plus yeah. the nice thing is most of those are local businesses too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have three down from Phoenix and the rest are all local, right? Yep, yep. So, and was that everybody? Yep, I don't miss anybody. Yeah, we can always yep. follow up and give you a mean email. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we like all our vendors, we don't want to upset missing them on the list. Yeah, we're no, we're 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 really excited. It's got a good um good range of different different kinds of stores, different mm-hmm. kind of uh, mm-hmm. different kinds of things that they're going to be focusing on. It's mm-hmm. gonna be gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because if one vendor doesn't have something, you can probably turn often, around and the next vendor has it right there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the game yeah. t- game stores in town have their sort of specialty. Yeah. Um, and, and so even though they're you know game store and game store, they're not necessarily the same sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll all be highlighting their uh, their specialties at the con. Yeah, um, yeah. and you'll want to go talk to all of our vendors uh-huh. if you're trying to solve the case of the Maltese people because uh-huh. you never know who might have the information you need. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so there's another re- good reason to talk to them. Yep, <laughs> and to listen to this podcast. <laughs> so for the record, for the record, none of the vendors stole the thing. We have four suspects <laughs> that are that are fictional yeah. characters. <laughs> they, they are the suspects. They and if, and if you important th- information though, but the vendors, you yeah, know, have their, their 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 you know their tentacles and all the goings on. Yeah, maybe they that's know the wrong things. genre. Fingers on the their fingers in all kinds of pies. <laughs> so they might have heard something that you haven't, i.e., have cards that you haven't seen yet, and they might know information for you. Good, good, good tip there. Yeah. Something like 221B Baker Street. Yeah. I love that board game. That? <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved that board game as well as a kid, and I played it with my friend, and he was looking up a clue. So this is a board game, for those who don't know, in which you try to solve a mystery. You're like Sherlock Holmes types. And uh, when you go to a building, you look up the clue for that building in a clue booklet uh, based on whichever mission you're on. And then when you think you have it, you go back to 221B Baker Street, and you look up the solution, and you see if you're right. And if you're wrong, you're out. My friend playing this game when we were 13 years old, said, hey, are the answers in here? After the first clue. And I said, yeah. And then we play some more, and like five minutes later, he's like, oh, I think I've solved it. And he goes back, and of course, he's got it exactly right. And we're like, hmm. (laughs) Something fishy. Someone has a a very good memory. It's a fun game. I like 221B Baker Street. Yeah, I... uh, it actually helped me win the golden eagle. I think. Or the, oh yeah. Or no, the scavenger because oh. you had the picture, sca- the scavenger hunt where you had to bring for the photos. You know, different photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the things was elementary. <laughs> so I had a pic- yes. I bought a picture of I 220 Baker Street because I it's that. elementary, dear Watson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, that. I, I, I believe we may have even awarded you a brownie point for that. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I might still have like one or two copies of that in shrink wrap that I found at Bookman's and I thought was <laughs> wow. awesome. They seemed. It was when I first was getting into gaming, and I didn't really know what was worth something and what wasn't, but I thought that game was awesome, and they had several at Bookman's for really cheap, so I bought, like, two of them, and they might still be in my closet. <laughs> I should totally bring those out and have them be you prizes. Have, yes, it would be an auction item, you know? I should, well, I should, I should maybe put I them in the raffle. I should show what the box looks like and everything. Well, I've also got an open one. <laughs> um, yep, I, I like that game. Sorry, tangent. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's what we're all about. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question you asked? <laughs> there was a question at some point. It was about vendors. Yeah. yeah. It was about vendors. So vendors are great. You should come see the vendors exhibitors. to buy stuff from them. Big exhibitors and vendors. Yeah. Both of those things. 
and, and learn information about the uh, the case. And usually, are you guys doing the rank coins again this year? Might as well throw that yes. in there. Yes, we are. Yes, rank we coins are. are a great thing. And by the way, last year's coins were awesome. I kept a couple. Yeah, of yeah, we've got. This year. Uh, the same I turned ones, all right? mine in so I could get prepaid. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> it, I was we were. That's I like the rank coin idea, and we were kind of uh, trying to find the best way to kind of utilize that as sort of an incentive policy. The What ring coins are is, is basically it's a little reward for either, uh, well, last year it was a reward for running games or for like doing well in game, winning a tournament or, or playing uh, winning a game or something. Um, and what you do with them is you could take them to the vendors and possibly get discounts depending on whether the vendors wanted to give discounts for that. Um, or you could use it towards pre-reg for next year, which it sounds like you which did. Which I did, yes. Um, or you could, you know, all those fails, you can use them for more raffle tickets because we've got a rolling <laughs> raffle, which I really actually really like the raffle that we do. Um, every couple of hours, mm-hmm. uh, we, we have we have like three things out that you might want. And if you like them, you put raffle tickets in. And every couple of hours, we draw and we, you don't have to even be there. We write your name down if you want. And then we bring out three new things. And if you like those, maybe you put your raffle tickets in. And you can always buy more raffle tickets. You can change ring coins into raffle tickets or you can buy them for a dollar. Um, and so ring coins are, are good for that. Now this year we did something a little bit different. We're, try, we're trying to improve it each time. We still have ring coins and they're still for people who win games and you can still use them in the vendors uh, to get discounts uh, based on what the vendors will accept and what they want to do. And they've got some incentive to, to take your ring coins. They basically get paid back for them um, if they register for the next year. Um, and you can still pre-reg for next year, so they're still useful. Uh, but as far as running games, we did a different thing, and we, we gave a discount up front to people. If you ran enough games, you basically could get in for cheap or free. Oh. Um, so there won't be ring, co- ring coins for running games this year, but we still have them, and they'll still work the way you used them last yeah, year. Yeah, so they, they've been converted to prizes for participants. Yeah, they're, bas- for, they're basically prizes. Okay. Right. But yes. that's nice that you have incentive for those people. Run. So, so, hey, if you're thinking of, like, if you come to RingCon this year and you think, you know what, hey, I'm going to run a game next year. Hey, it could get there's a great you know there's a great incentive right there. for more people to run games mm-hmm. because it's fun it's fun mm-hmm. for hopefully for you as well as for the people who are playing but you can get a little off and come work, and most you know? and most of the games I ran we did the whole MVP you know who's the most valuable player at the table and that person got a ring coin that, that one got right? the extra ring coin yeah yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that's the idea and uh, as far as the reason we kind of switched and and offered a different incentive system up front for the running a game is because we wanted people to get games in the schedule earlier. And we didn't have ring coins yet, right? Like yeah. you don't get ring coins to get there. So, so um, that way, it, I think it worked out pretty well because now, you know, several months before the convention, you can go online and see the schedule full of games, and and, and hopefully that'll help people get, get excited excitement. about mm-hmm. coming to RingCon. Um, at this point, we're two weeks out. I mean, well, the schedule is certainly there, but I mean, even if it were two months ago, you'd you'd still be able to see that. Um, so yeah, check the schedule out. Come play the games. Okay, uh, next question I've got is, uh, who are the sponsors of RingCon, or do you have it? Or- uh, we do have some sponsors. So we mentioned all the vendors. They're like sponsors, right, because they're mm-hmm. sponsoring us. In addition, we have some other sponsors that have uh, supported us with either prize sport or time. In addition to the staff, we've got Pulp Gamer, who runs the library uh, as a sponsor. We've got um, some uh, Tasty Minstrel Games has sent some product for prize support. Uh, Patrick. We, Patrick <laughs> Crash. Uh, Crash Games has given us some prize support that we've used. Minion. Uh, so he's a local publisher. Minion Games has sent us some um, uh, prize support that we've used. And Gamelin, uh, Gamelin Games has sent us some stuff recently. There's a guy who just got a sweet package from, from uh, Michael Co. up there in Phoenix. Um, Eagle um, Griffin Games. Eagle Griffin Games is going to give mm-hmm. us some prize support. Uh, Magpie Games has given us some prize support. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their books, uh, what was it called? Last Best Hope. Yep. And the other one, which is fabulous. There's I a, love it. I think there's another <laughs> book too, um, and stuff like that. Um, what uh, there's some other prize support that I'm not even sure who it came from. I, I know um, Tuscon just uh, just oh. just donated a uh, Saturday membership. Yeah, that's another, another so local kind of establishing a little bit of a, a yeah. Um, so Tuscon Tuscon is another another convention here in town. Uh, what are their they're, they're focused on sci-fi, Sci- fantasy? science fiction, sci-fi, horror, horror, and fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're coming up in uh, like two months or something, right? October thirty first. Uh, oh, Halloween oh, oh, weekend. Yeah. Couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Halloween so they're weekend. just a couple weeks after Incon, and right. they're gonna, um, yeah, they're they're they've sponsored our, our, our mm-hmm. uh, they're they're offering um, a what is it a full day member a, a, a one day a one day to pass to Saturday to membership Tuscon, yep. uh, as a raffle prize or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tuscon, uh, what uh, what other sponsors we got? Um, did Brian? Surprise one, you know, who got it from him. Nope, we've got a few other sponsors. I know I, I also got a box of uh, other various games from a couple different publishers that uh, Chaos Something Publishing, I think, is one of them, and some other ones. Uh, 
Blue Panther Inc. and or LLC, Blue Panther anyway. And a couple other other publishers have have, have uh, sponsored us by by donating some prize support. So thank you, all of you sponsors. Yes. Uh, no such thing as bad sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and never um, enough. <laughs> and, and never enough. Sure. Um, but yeah, and then other than that, it's just the the uh, staff who's you know donating their time. We've, we've been having meetings and going around talking to people and doing emails and doing stuff. So Tony and Karen, Ison uh, doing a lot of website stuff. Uh, Jonathan Perrin's been doing a lot of the uh, uh, social media stuff. Uh, we got uh, Paul's been coordinating some couple card games we've got uh, Brian Alex uh, Brian Poe and Alex uh, Schrock has have been uh, doing a lot of the RPG stuff and also helping with just the general stuff oh, that came on. and okay um, uh, who else we got Layton's been coming to meetings mm-hmm. uh, Ron Blessing has been uh, since he got back in town he's been helping out as well um, anyone else did I miss anybody on our staff or probably yeah. miss somebody I'm sorry that's about missed. right um Anyone else? Who else am I missing? Who, who else? What else has sponsored us? Help us out. Who we thank on this podcast? Because everyone's listening well, to the podcast. I'd, I'd say thank, thanks to all the vendors. Thanks to the players. And, and, exactly, and thanks, yeah. thanks to all of you. If you're listening to this and you're going to be participating in RinCon, that really you're the reason that we do this. Yep. You're the reason we do this, yeah. and we want to keep doing it. Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you're not going to participate in RinCon. Why not? You should totally come. It's, it's so, so much yeah. fun. And, and thank you to you guys for all the work you guys do for the convention. I mean, trust me, I enjoy it immensely. But I, with work, I haven't had the time to be able to you know, help out more than I could, more than I should. Well, if you're bringing people to the con, even this podcast is certainly <laughs> helpful. If you're bringing people to the con, you're doing you're doing your part. So, uh, yeah, and keep doing that. <laughs> keep spreading the word. Yep. Um, my my personal goal for RingCon right now is to um, so we're getting about between 350 and 400 people. Um, I'd like to make it kind of a better con for like that many people before I worry about getting much bigger. bigger. Yeah. But then, but pretty soon I'm gonna, I'm hoping it's gonna go much better, even better than last year. I mean, last year was pretty went pretty well. I think. Yeah. yeah, last year was um, awesome. So I'm hoping we can just improve. You know, anything that we, we we're not doing well, I think we can do better at. You know, um, and then once we got that nailed down, I'd like to. I wouldn't mind getting a little bigger. But um, uh, our current location will probably support us up to about 500 people, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have to worry about what to do because. Might not be enough space to, to go much bigger than that, but uh, but I think we're okay. you know certainly now we're we're cozy with our our uh, current attendance. Um, so yeah, tell your friends to come play the games while we got space. Yeah. Speaking of games, uh, what are each of you guys' favorite games? Karen, you go first. <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> That's a very hard question. Exactly, and I'm thinking I can't even narrow it down to a, to a category games um <laughs> things that i've been excited about um are i mean i always like a larp a LARP, larping is tons of fun um i'm excited about things like fiasco and last best hope where it's kind of more of a cooperative storytelling with some mechanics to make it run smoothly that that to me is always a phenomenal role-playing experience um i'm i'm uh board games uh pretty much anything <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 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 kind of a, a, a general purpose gamer. I'm I, I'm not just focused on a single type. I I, I like it all. Play. I love it all. Yeah. It's all good. So. so I think I'm required by law to say eminent domain, which is my card game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while I do still like that game quite a bit, and uh, which is you know obvious, uh, I my this is going to sound self-serving, but my favorite game just at the moment is probably Bomb Squad. Which is a game that Tasty Mitchell is publishing. It's not even out yet, but you might have seen it last year at RinCon. Uh, the designers, uh, Dan Keltner and Dave Short, had like a, a big version of it. it. Was like 3D with like little robots. It's a cooperative game where you um, have a, some time pressure and you're trying to program a robot to navigate a building and defuse bombs and rescue <laughs> hostages. Uh, and it works. Uh, if you played Hanabi and Escape, it's like both of those at the same time. Uh, and it's super awesome. And that's why I, I played a, uh, yesterday. I went to test some new missions and they were like um, uh, little puzzle missions they, they were very awesome and I played them all day long <laughs> and I really enjoy that game right now so that, that's probably my current like favorite at the moment and it's not even out yet but it is on Kickstarter right now for the next Ooh, five days so you Ooh. should check it out yeah. <laughs> um, for five or six days you have a chance to get in on it um, but yeah that's probably my favorite right now but in general my favorite games are board games uh, Euro style board games I like strategy games um, Puerto Rico was, was a, a longtime favorite. Uh, Railroad Tycoon is one of my favorites. Um, stuff like that. People like Stefan Feld or Megan Arnakizia. 
Although he's so diverse, it's hard to say whether that's accurate. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, stuff like that. Um, and Unpublished Prototype is probably my most played game on uh, if I were to record on Board Game Geek because I play so many different <laughs> published or unpublished games. Um, but right now, uh, as I was saying earlier, I, I might be most, one of the games I'm most excited about is this silly con game that I don't even intend to play because I, <laughs> I already know the answer to it. Yeah, silly. I, well, I already know the answer to it, so I don't have to figure it out. But it's at, at the last board meeting, he literally was bouncing up and down. <laughs> it's so just the, it's the idea that it works like so well. I, I'm just excited about it. That's Unfortunately, amazing. at Recon, I don't get to play a whole lot of games because I'm often busy. But it's getting better. Like two years ago. I was basically constantly doing things, answering questions, because unfortunately I was like the only one that knew the answers to the questions. The last year it was much better because more people knew the answers and more people were, you know, the, the responsibility was, was spread out. So I got to play some games. Unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, timing-wise, my friend got married that weekend, so I actually missed a day of ring con. So, so he came to the con on Saturday night, very dapper. I showed up. In a, I showed up in my tuxedo. Yeah, I heard about that. I, I, showed, I saw my, a picture. Yeah, Mike and I showed up in our tuxedos. Yeah, uh, that's true. That, you were both very dapper. And uh, and then we that decided would go to great uh, with the noir. yeah we decided to not change out of them so we could uh, play in our tuxedos anyway. Um, but lighting and but uh, so from underneath and yeah I was really worried how that was going to go since I I wasn't going to be there that first day but luckily it went really well everyone else you know knew what they were doing and so it worked out and this time I think we're even stronger with like who knows what and, and we're a little more prepared so I think maybe I'll get more chances to play games this time uh, which I'm looking forward to so. The reason I wanted to do this in the first place is because I wanted to be able to play games at this convention. So invest a couple of years into, into getting it going, and then maybe I can play a game. Set up the structure so you have yes. delegate the authority. Well, and, and, and this is what this is what you know. People like Karen and Tony and all these other staff members help me out with is is you know with their help I actually get to play games. Yay! And playing games is fun. <laughs> playing games we're not is, is no. playing oh, games oh, is oh, fun. Yeah. Channel tilted there. I know. And we're all here to have fun. <laughs> so uh, that, that those yeah, some of our favorite games, my favorite games anyway. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover or plugs? Um, we love plugs. You should come to Rincon. It's uh, October tenth through twelfth. Yep. At Columbus Holiday in Tucson Airport, which is on Calaverde, Calaverde just, just south of the swap meets. Yep. And you should totally go and you should bring all your friends and they should go too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is one more thing I want to plug. Ta da speaking of Rincon, which we have been for the last hour. Um <laughs> This year, we're offering some awesome t-shirts because we've got this artist. Yeah. This, uh, so this artist, let me see. Oh, speaking of sponsors. We, uh, we have amazing, awesome support people. Yeah, who people who support Rincon. Uh, phenomenal. One of my artists that I actually originally got for my um, uh, card game, Eminent Domain, he's a great artist. And he's um, basically done all of our art for us for all these little pieces pieces that we get for our our teasers and our, our con covers and whatever, and he's, he gives us a good deal, and he does a great job. And uh, for this year's, um, and I like how the way we've been doing it is since we have these fundraisers, it's like each time there's a fundraiser, I get a piece of art from him, a little one, and then we kind of put them together, and that gives us all the art we need for our, our uh, convention. So this year, he's done two really fantastic images. One, we're using for that case of the Maltese people game. What it is, it's an uh, image, and I've got this on a t-shirt that you can get, um, which I'll explain in a second. It's got the four suspects. Well, uh, maybe this was inspiration partly for the puzzle. There are the four suspects playing a board game, and then there's our hero and leading lady as well. And so they're all in this T-shirt, and they're all well, or in this image, and they're all playing a, a board game together. Uh, and it's actually based on the. Um, I actually uh, looked up the. There's a scene or a, a, a screen cap from uh, the movie Dick Tracy, where all mm-hmm. the villains are like on a long table like there's Al Pacino at the front and, and uh, all the villains are at the table and, and it's kind of, it was an image that I, I liked the idea of and I sent that to the artist I'm like yeah I want something like that but instead of villains it's people playing a game and instead of Al Pacino it's our hero or whatever and then instead of Breathless Mahoney it's leading lady standing over him with a you know like a nice uh, evening gown on and uh, so he did that and it looks awesome I think and it was the inspiration for the con game at least in part um, because it's got the four suspects on it the usual suspects. Yeah, the usual suspects. <laughs> they so are, that's one. They are actually the usual suspects. And you can get a T-shirt with that on it, and you can get either with or without the words uh, Rincon fourteen, uh, or the logo rather. Um, and in addition, he did another image for us, which is the con- the cover of the program, which 
Uh, I'm super excited about this image because it's, it's awesome. It's our hero and leading lady in a car, which is like a metal like uh, uh, convertible, which is the Monopoly car, oh, speeding, speeding down a road, which is the Monopoly board, uh, being chased by some uh, like a pink and a green like green pink car, pink and blue, pink and blue, pink and blue oh, car, like with pegs with pegs in the top. And those pegs. And don't have, tell too much. Don't tell much. Tell have, too much. Take a look at the con booklet and if you see look, how many different there are, details. There are like at least eleven game references oh, awesome. in this image that just goes on, and there's that on a T-shirt as well. And I'm not wearing it because I wore it yesterday, but <laughs> it is awesome. It is the best T-shirt I own, I think. Um, and it's got like all this stuff, and it looks really good. And you can get that on a T-shirt. Um, and then the last T-shirt we have available is last year's picture, which I also really loved, um, which was. Uh, our hero, kind of like Indiana Jones, running with from the golden the... meeple. Oh, you've got it on. <laughs> yes, you've got it on. Running, running with the golden meeple uh, from, a, a boulder, from a boulder, a, but the boulder a, is a D20. It's a big boulder 20-sider. So this, this T-shirt, awesome. or at least this image, is available on a T-shirt, either with or without Rincon 13 logo, because that was last year's. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was actually, for those who went, you might have seen on the booklet, there's a companion image to that, which is... Our hero looking at a map, looking up, and it's like a mountaintop. The, par- with the, the, the large, large uh, stone letters say Rincon, and the O is this boulder, and the R has the little meeple, like the jewel uh-huh. meeple in it, the golden meeple. Yeah. So he's looking yeah. at that, and then so obviously he's coming. He's got the meeple, and he's running from the boulder, who's, <laughs> which is chasing him. And I just love the idea of that, and I think the the artist did a great job. I just of have the music this. playing in my head. As well, you should. So all those T-shirts are available, and. There was an error I just found out in our website where you could order them, but I just fixed that this morning. And so now you can oh. go to ringcongames.com and look on the far right. There's a tab that says probably store or t-shirts or something mm-hmm. like that. And you can click on that and it'll show you all five of the possible shirts you can get. And you can order and as many of them as you want and pay for them. And then you can pick them up at the registration desk at Rincon. Cool. We're not going to have shirts just for sale, but, but they have to be pre-ordered because I don't... I don't have the money to like yeah. print a bunch of shirts and hope they get bought, and I don't want to take a bunch of shirts home with me afterwards. But and they uh, are great looking shirts. People have told us in the past with all this neat art, like I want the shirt, I want the shirt. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I you want the shirt, buy the shirt, and I'll make you a shirt as long as you let me know ahead of time. <laughs> well, what um, sizes do you do you range from? We can uh, get whatever they... size up to four X or five X, up to four X, up to four XL. So, so to small, medium, extra large, small. extra large, whatever, oh, up to four XL. And the price is, I think it's $25, but there's an additional $1.50 for every size over 2XL, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Something okay. like that. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that does it come in a variety of colors? Or, is or it a crew, they're, like your different They're just going to, they are, they are, they are white t-shirts with the image on okay. the chest. There's no. Well, that way they know. That's all we got. Um, and they're, the, I, I, guess, I don't know if we can count this as a sponsor for our convention or not, but I'm going to get them made at a place called Big Frog T-shirts, which is, a, I've been using them. Um, they're up at uh, Campbell and Glenn. They're pretty good. Maybe I'll talk to them about hooking us up for our convention. Because, uh, yeah, hopefully, it, I'm not sure how popular this will be. You know, this is part of why I didn't print them ahead of time, because I don't really know how to print yeah, 30 of them. You can never be sure. Two of them sell, and I've got 28 shirts left. Um, but we're, I know that the staff, we're all going to buy some, because we like them. I already got some. I'll got, be getting some this week. I got some prototypes that yeah, I excellent. tested. Um, but if people want to go online and order them, I just, you know, fixed it, so hopefully it works. And you can get as many shirts as you like. <laughs> do they come in the raglan sleeve like uh, they, parents wearing? Or? They do not. And this honestly, is our no. staff t-shirt. Oh, this was okay. the staff oh, one. Because I must say, they, I, I like, like the raglan. Like if you would like a staff. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because I remember this. I just turned around and showed up. Yeah. The staff. Yeah. And if you like a staff t-shirt, volunteer. Yeah, if you want a staff t-shirt, become staff, and you get a staff t-shirt. Actually, so, and you know, I liked this with the sleeves. Part of the idea behind this, and this I think was Karen's idea, was you want it to be identifiable so people yeah. can look for staff and they're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, that one's a staff yeah. just by looking. So that's why we went with the red sleeves and I like how it looks, but honestly, I'm not sure I like those shirts as much. They're kind of like not hemmed at the bottom or something. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Traditional unfin- It's an unfinished hem at the bottom, I think. Yeah. To, to I think that's, I mean, it has to do with a, the, the type a, of shirt it is. It's a baseball shirt, really, right. mm-hmm. so yeah. you need to be able to tuck it in. Yeah. Yeah, so... But, but and, and the ones that we've got that we're having are the are finished hems. Yeah, that are yeah. regular cotton. But they're just they're just crew neck they're not t-shirts. Like, yeah. Um, Better to show off the logo. Yep. 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 And they, they they look real nice. I've got I've got some. I've, I've tested it out to see how it looked, and I've got I've got the car one. I've got the, the table one, and I wear them all the time. I like them a lot. I think of all the the pictures I've seen, it's the table one that's my favorite. 
I'm yeah, still the table one. Ever it's, since it's the Facebook showed the shirts, yep. Yep. I was looking at them like, which one do I want to buy? Okay, I'm going to buy at least two. You might want, <laughs> you know, you might want to get them all just so you have a set. I'm just going to put them out there. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. And you don't have to get like both with and without the logo, but if you don't, are you going to be upset later? I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, if, you, if, you, if you get the label, that shows what year you went. You know, it's the badge of honor trophy. You know? Yeah, it was funny because some yeah. people were like, oh, I want the logo. And some the people. It's the concert tee of the convention. <laughs> some people were saying they wanted the logo. Some people were saying, eh, it looks better without the logo. And I was like, which one would you do? And I realized, well, I could offer both. Yeah. Why not offer both? It's all about the options. So, so this is another good thing about only pre selling them is that I don't have to print anything that isn't, you know, that's I print exactly what gets ordered. It, it, so. People can order exactly what they want. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which is a safer and, way. And, and you should totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Order many. Guaranteed. You order it, it'll Get come yours in your size. We won't run, well, I promise <laughs> we won't run out of medium t-shirts at the If you order a medium t-shirt, you'll get a medium t-shirt. Yep. That's right. That's, that's the best thing about it. You're getting it your way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. So that's a good 10 minutes on t-shirts. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. That's. I almost forgot to say that we, we're doing that this year because it was requested so we'll see how popular it is uh i was kind of disappointed that no one was getting it but then i realized there was an error in the website and it was it was saying that or hours of operation were only like the hours of the con friday friday <laughs> friday you know friday i, I was actually friday. wondering about apologies that. out there to anybody who did try to order one it's open now please feel free try, come, back. Try again. Come, come back come back come back yeah i'm glad someone called me my friend bruce called me up and he said hey i tried to order a t-shirt and it wasn't working and I, i'm like Really? Like, I didn't realize there was a not working option. So next year, you're going to <laughs> go so, and test it yourself. Well, I'm so yes. glad. Well, I mean, because it, well, it probably worked when we put it, when we, when we set it up. Oh. It was like a Sunday, and it worked. Because the hours operation were, you know, Friday from whatever the hours of the con will be is what we put in for hours, our business hours. But we didn't realize that it, affects it, meant, ordering. it meant you could only order during business hours I because see. it's an online order. Why would why would that matter? So after 6 p.m. Sunday. So yeah, we probably worked when we tested it. <laughs> and then someone tried to do it on like a Tuesday and said, hey, why isn't this working? <laughs> and I was like, but I'm so glad. But it is now. We did test it this morning. Yeah. It works. Well, and today's Sunday. But, today's Sunday, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but we have changed it so it should work all the time. <laughs> and if you order shirts, that's less luggage you have to pack if you're staying at the hotel. Right. You just you, put it on when you're there. Who needs shirts? You could just buy all the shirts. <laughs> There you go. You just pack less shirts. You're covered for Fewer. Friday, Saturday, Fewer and Sunday shirts. for clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on behalf of the Creative Play and Podcast Network, I'd like to thank Karen and Seth for coming on down and do the recording. And I will be getting it posted this week, so it should be up before Thursday. Awesome. Fantastic. Great. Go ahead thanks and for having us. Thanks, yeah, thanks for having us. And thanks for... Uh, Promoting and supporting RenCon and Rencon giving us the opportunity to talk about our T-shirts and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and our convention and all, the, and all the fabulous guests that we have. Yeah, and our guests and our sponsors and and, and even and the, our fabulous prizes that are available for you know yeah. raffle. And even the Ninja Bomb Squad Kickstarter <laughs> plug that was that was, that was a, we love that Kickstarter. In there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. October first is the last day, so yeah, a couple days left. Oh, you should go pledge or at least read about it. And uh, don't know. be surprised if someday Columbus weekend this weekend I hit you guys up during the con if I see you for, for a little blurb for the Creative Play and Podcast well, You should absolutely, absolutely do that. <laughs> I think you should go to everyone wearing a, a Rincon vest and, and talk to them. Ooh, that's oh, actually Rincon a vest. idea. What's a Rincon vest? What's a Rincon vest? We're, we're upgrading our staff shirts to Rincon vest. We're going to see how that goes. Oh, So we easily identify the staff members. Oh, Worst case, we wasted like 200 bucks. Best case, it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be awesome. I'm it's sure it'll be. I'm, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Best case. I'm sure it'll be awesome. Best I actually go to a, I, I go to a convention in a in um, San Francisco called KublaCon, and they have vests, and they've had them for years. And, you know, they're they're great because they they last, and you don't you know you don't you can wear whatever shirt you want, and you got the right. vest. And it's clear that they're staff, and it's I, I wanted that. And you that. can put pins on it without hurting your shirt. That's absolutely yeah, true. Right. Yeah, that's right. I actually have holes in most of my shirts, <laughs> <laughs> so this will be better. But yeah. Um, Totally. All those things. Thank you, guys. Come to RingCon. Yes, come, come to RingCon. Come to RingCon. Meet any and all of us at RingCon. We will give autographs. Play more games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's going to be necessary. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> I'm okay. so surprised people are listening. <laughs> and they are. I feel like we're at least a little entertaining. At least. <laughs> a snitch. A smidgen at least. I mean, as, as much as I try not to be entertaining, it just comes out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's natural. Pure natural charisma. <laughs> this is all us people. <laughs> charisma. As long as we're on radio, charisma is not our dumb set. <laughs> no, it's the old dice rolling system. You're the warrior with the 19 intel and the 19 charisma. Have you ever, uh, there's a, um, 
there's a guy. He's a gamer, actually. I, I saw him on Board Game Geek, and he he does like uh, like rap stuff, like but funny ones. Uh-huh. And so if you if you go to YouTube and search for um, Dumpstat, uh, it's a very funny video of an amusing amusing song, which is by a guy named Seth something. I don't know his last name. I remember his first name because I. <laughs> it's your name. How often do you meet someone named Seth? But I can't. <laughs> Seth Brown, maybe or Seth, I forget his last name. But um, but you should totally look that up because it's a cool video. <laughs> Dumb stat. All righty. It's a cool song. <laughs> and it's all about, well, whatever you think, what you would think. <laughs> it's all about the stats and the, you know. It's all about the numbers. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys very much. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Gundren here. Why haven't those adventures found me yet? I'm betting it's cause they're having such a great time at Tucson Games and Gadgets in their amazing gaming room. Now get off your duff and save me, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.